0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Let's get it. Ah! All football, all the time.
1: You're listening to The Best Football Show, hosted by Elliot Shure What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore Parks. Today is Thursday, February 9th, and this is the best football show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button, as it not only helps the show grow, but if you leave your best NFL take with a five-star review, I'll make sure to read it on an upcoming episode of the podcast. All right, Super Bowl 57 is now just a few days away, and the Super Bowl media hype of the week it's going to get crazier on Radio Row, more of the celebrities are going to show up, all those things. But for the team, it started to become a little more normal. They're in their normal practice schedule. Uh, they're you know, doing their normal walkthroughs, if that's what they do. They're doing essentially kind of the, no, the same type of media. Obviously more media here, but ultimately they're doing it the same time of the day they're normally used to it. So things are starting to feel a little more calmed down for the teams around here in Arizona. But It's time to get into the matchups of this game because while there's so many good storylines to this game... At the end of the day, from the X's and O's and from just a talent standpoint, these are the best two teams in the league. So today I want to get into the Chiefs' offense versus the Eagles' defense. And we're going to get into the, the reverse of that matchup on another pod, but I think I want to talk about what could really be the deciding matchup of the game because as good as the Eagles' offense is, and they're they're good. I mean, they're, they're in some ways right there with the Chiefs' offense. The difference to me is the Chiefs' defense, um, while underrated – is the weakest unit in this game. If you had to rank the four units, it would probably be probably Chiefs offense first, Eagles offense second, Eagles defense third, and Chiefs offense like fifth. Like I think there's a gap between the third and the third unit and the fourth unit. So really what this will come down to is can the Eagles defense slow down the chiefs offense and keep them to, you know, 27 points, you know, ideally like 23 points for, for the Eagles, but can they hold them under 37? Can they hold them under 34? Or is this going to be another example of the Eagles defense struggling against a great quarterback, which to be fair, most defenses do, but I think the Eagles defense could be, you know, the unit that, that, uh, that decides if the Eagles win this game. Cause I think you expect the Eagles offense is going to be able to get some things done. So, what makes the Chiefs' offense special? Let's let's get into that first. For for those that maybe haven't watched every Chief game this year, haven't been paying super close attention to what they do. You know, the, the simple answer to it is Patrick Mahomes, right? I mean, you know, you just look at what they've been able to accomplish this year. When they lost Tyreek Hill, the idea was: okay, this offense is going to take a step back, the passing game won't be as good, they're going to miss Tyreek Hill. Well, here's where they finish. They finish first in points per game, first in points per drive, first in percentage of drives ending in a score, first in expected points added by the offense, according to pro football uh, reference, right? First in plays of 20-plus yards, second in plays of 40-plus yards. They're second on third down offense, second in red zone offense, fourth in turnover-worthy plays, so they very rarely put the ball in in, in harm's way, and they're seventh in penalties. So what does that all add up to? That adds up to an offense that doesn't put itself in harm's way with turnovers they don't put themselves in long in like third and long situations because they're very rarely penalized. In fact, when you look at the Chiefs' offense, Patrick Mahomes this year attempted the few, the uh, the smallest percentage of passes on third and long than any of the other you know top 16 quarterbacks in the league. So Mahomes is very rarely in a third and long situation, um, and they just they score a ton of points and they're really good on on key downs. I mean, they're second best in the league in red zone offense. So when they get in the red zone, they score touchdowns. They're second in the best on third down. Why? Again, because they don't face a lot of third down. Third and long situation. So games are won on these downs. They're won on, you know, third and goal. They're won on third and whatever while driving down the field. Key downs are where games are won. The, uh, The Chiefs' offense is some of the best in the league at that. They 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 convert those at a really high rate. Now, the Eagles defense is also pretty good in those situations. Not elite, but but good. The Eagles defense is 11th in the league in red zone offense, and they're 10th in the league in red zone defense. So, that matchup right there could end up deciding the game. When it's third and seven, when it's, uh you know, third and whatever from, from third and goal, are the Eagles going to be able to hold them to field goals, or are they going to, you know, give up touchdowns? Are they going to get off the field on third down, or the um, Chiefs can be able to sustain drives down the field. Now, I do think one way the Chiefs will try to move the ball against the Eagles is quick stuff. I think that as good as the Chiefs' offensive line is, and we can get into that for a second to kind of, you know, hammer home this point, like, the Chiefs' offensive line is very good. They were set the second best in plays that resulted in a sack this year. So only one team gave up fewer sacks. Uh, I'm sorry, third in sacks allowed. seventh best The seventh best pass-blocking line per pro football focus. And for those that, you know, will say oh who cares what pro football focus says not me but some people do irrationally hate them ESPN had the Chiefs offensive line as the best pass blocking offensive line in the league so their pass blocking is is very good now where the Eagles could attack them and where I think you know it's going to be a key matchup in this game is the Eagles edge rushers against the the Chiefs tackles Orlando Brown Jr. uh, Andrew Wiley good players like good players, but the two worst tackles in this game. Um, if you look at is Allowed this year, Orlando Brown gave up 38. That's the, the uh, most of the four starting tackles in this game. And Andrew Wiley is right there with 37, the second most of the four tackles on, on either team. So while the the middle of the Chiefs offensive line is very good, the tackles can they can be exposed. And the Eagles have very good edge rushers. They have, you know, obviously Hassan Redick, arguably the best edge rusher in the league this season and playing like the best edge rusher in the league the second half of the year. Brandon Graham had double digit sacks. Josh Sweat had double digit sacks. Like they are really able to cycle guys in and out uh that can get pressure. So the Eagles will have to win those matchups on the edge. But to, to that point, if they are able to get pressure and the, the chiefs feel that I think one way, the chiefs will try to move the ball is to get the ball out into space quickly to, to their running backs. Um, you know, all Eagles fans know from falling Andy Reid's time in Philadelphia. He loves a good screen pass. He loves to get his balls, his, uh, his passes to the, to the running backs in space. So how do they do that? Jarek McKinnon, um, you know, their top receiving back by far this year, he, uh, he caught a ton of passes he caught um, 56 passes 512 yards 9.1 yards per catch nine touchdowns they threw it to him 71 times like they're gonna try if the if the edge brush if the edge pressure is getting there and especially with Mahome's ankle now he seems pretty healthy but especially with his ankle they're going to try to get the ball to McKinnon quickly out there so for the Eagles they're gonna have to tackle really well if that happens the linebackers the cornerbacks they're gonna have to get up and turn you know a three yard catch Catch and keep it into a three yard catch and not let it turn into a 12 yard catch. So, for the Chiefs, I think that they're going to obviously want to try to go down the field. But because of how good the Eagles are at keeping teams from making big plays, you know, the Eagles' entire, in a way, their entire defensive philosophy is built around making teams dink and dunk it down the field. That's why last year you saw high completion percentage by elite quarterbacks. And in some ways this year they didn't play a ton of them, but Dak in the game that he played, Obviously played really well and had a high completion percentage, so I think you're going to see the Chiefs want to go down the field, and this is where Mahomes is going to have to be careful with the ball. Mahomes this year uh, a turnover-worthy play on 2.2 percent of his snaps, fourth best in the NFL. So he's been smart with the ball. I do wonder if Mahomes is going to try to take chances down the field out of frustration potentially, like just because they're so used to doing it. And if that's the case, the Eagles are going to have to make make plays on that ball, but ultimately, the Chiefs' offense can beat you in so many ways, like I'm saying. They can get the ball out in space to McKinnon. They can make plays down the field. And then where it could really be decided is the middle of the field in Travis Kelsey. There is not many players in the league that can match up well with Travis Kelsey. But unless the Eagles are going to put a James Bradbury on him, which, you know, it's possible, I guess. I mean, Bradbury has the size and the, and the speed comparable to Kelsey's to so stick with him. But Bradbury has been on the outside playing outside receiver all year. So it would be a, a very different role for him to take uh, right away. Now, they could try Avante Maddox. They could try Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. But size becomes a major issue there. Like, those are both undersized nickel cornerbacks. Travis Kelsey has good size for a tight end, obviously, and is essentially a really tall wide receiver. So that's not a great matchup. So the middle of the field, where they like to get the ball to Travis Kelsey, is may- maybe going to decide this game. Um, I don't think the Eagles have a natural... Uh, fit to to stop Travis Kelsey. It's going to take multiple players. Kaiser White is probably their best coverage linebacker just because of his athleticism. TJ Edwards has good athleticism for sure, but he's their middle linebacker. He is more of, you know, uh, the run stopping type. Um, now he can play like a zone type coverage, but in terms of man, you don't want him running down the field with Travis Kelsey. Kaiser White's probably a little set, little better setup to do that. So, It's going to be a matchup problem for the Eagles. And it's one that the Chiefs have been able to exploit all year, right? So the Chiefs in the passing game, you know, their receivers somewhat underrated, not great receivers. I know Juju Smith-Schuster is dealing with an injury, but he almost had a thousand yards. Uh, You know, he averaged 12 yards a catch. Um, Marquise, Valdez, Scantling, um, 16.4 yards per catch, almost 700 yards. Like, they clearly can move the ball through the air. I know people get wrapped up in that they don't have great receivers, but they had these receivers all year, and they were amazing throwing the ball, right? First in net yards per pass attempt. First in expected points added in the passing offense, according to pro football reference. Fourth in completion percentage. Fifth in pass attempts. Like, they throw the ball a ton, and they throw it at a really high level. The Eagles are going to have to... Feel confident, and I think that they should. But they're they're gonna they're gonna go into the game feeling confident that their corners can match up with the uh, Chiefs' wide receivers one on one and in man coverage. I think you'll see their 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 corners willing to back off a little bit um, to you know give uh, give themselves some space to see Mahomes and where he's throwing the ball because Juju Smith Schuster Valdez scantling like they can be they can go deep, but ultimately they don't have that elite elite deep speed. McCole Hardman not gonna play in this game. So I think that the Eagles will feel confident in their corner matchups against the Chiefs receivers. And again, it's going to come down to the Chiefs de- uh, the Eagles defensive line. Can the Eagles get pressure on Patrick Mahomes? If they do not get pressure on Patrick Mahomes, they are not going to win this game. If Patrick Mahomes is able to sit back there and just survey and you know make plays and all that they're going to get over 30 points easily and then look maybe the last time the Eagles won a Super Bowl they won it 41-33 so maybe they're able to do it but ultimately this will come down to the to the Eagles pass rush are they able to get after Patrick Mahomes and put him in you know you know, second and long uh you know second and long this year the Chiefs were only in 116 examples of second and 10 plus like they're very effective on first down the the Chiefs this year third and 8 plus only 60 times again this is an offense that is used to playing in front of the sticks, not behind the sticks. They don't really put themselves in a lot in a lot of uh, bad situations. It's going to be on the Eagles to put them in those bad situations. And the concern is the Eagles are a team that are sometimes somewhat willing to sit back and not give up the big play and do the dinking and dunking thing. And the Chiefs are are again, if Mahomes can can be smart with the ball and take what that what is what the Eagles are giving to him, I think the Eagles The Chiefs are going to get some yards and they'll get into the red zone. And from there, it's going to be about, can the Eagles get stops in the red zone? Like, that's what it's going to come down to. Can the Eagles get pressure on Mahomes? And if not, can they get stops in the red zone? So, I think this matchup is, uh, you know, it's probably the most interesting in the game. There's so much talent involved. And again, we didn't even get into the Andy Reid versus Jonathan Gannon coaching matchup. Uh, Andy Reid might might be the best offensive uh, head coach in the history of the NFL. Like, all coaches are going to struggle against him, all defenses. So it'll be on the Eagles' front uh, line to get pressure, and then on these key downs, the third downs, the red zones. That's what it'll come down to for the Eagles trying to keep the Chiefs uh, below you know, 27 or 23 points, whatever you want to say. Try to keep them out of the 30s. Keep them out of the end zone on red zones. Get pressure on them and win on third downs. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button and please leave a five-star review if you like what you hear. And I'll talk to you guys next time.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.